0: Even if you're new to Seattle, you might have heard that once upon a time, something special happened here.
1: Everybody's planning to see Seattle's spectacular $100 million World's
0: Fair. Maybe you heard about it on an elevator ride. Just 41 seconds to the top. We're heading to the top of the Space Needle with our guide, Laura. Great view for you today. The capsule-shaped elevator with its great glass windows pops out into the open and we're zooming above Seattle Center. We were the centerpiece for the World's Fair back in 1962. You can see water in the distance, the skyline of downtown, and below us, the white arches of the Science Center. Here we are. The Space Needle's been the most visited tourist attraction in the entire Northwest ever since it opened 50 years ago. Back then, Seattle ran a national marketing campaign.
1: Back up your family and head for the best in Seattle.
0: This TV commercial drove home the theme of the fair, known as the Century 21 Exposition. As the narrator says, Welcome to the future.
1: Ride to Mars in the breathtaking U.S. Science Pavilion. See the fabulous city of tomorrow in the gigantic, wallless, pillarless Coliseum. Have fun with the happy go lucky crowds. It was sort of like the Puyallup Fair and a science fiction movie. All in one.
0: Knut Berger is a Seattle writer and unofficial expert on world's fairs, having attended seven of them, starting with Seattle's when he was an eight-year-old kid. The focus on science was almost accidental. Originally, it was going to be a Western theme.
1: But Sputnik got launched, and suddenly you had a national call to arms that the space race was very important. Warren Magnuson told the fair organizers, if you make this fair about science, I can get you federal money. And so they said,
0: well, great. It was perfect timing. The Cold War with the Soviet Union gave Seattle's fair national visibility. Despite some silliness about life on Mars or flying cars, the fair did help Seattle begin to see itself differently. Before the fair, Seattle was known as a rainy logging town full of soldiers and sailors stuck in the slow lane. The skyline had hardly changed since World War I when the Smith Tower went up. You look at the
1: 50 years since the Space Needle was built, you can't even see the
0: Smith Tower. There are too many high-rises in the way. Berger says the fair helped spark that transformation, along with a region-wide interest in technology. But there's still an emotional connection to the fair.
1: See you at the fair in Seattle.
0: Nostalgia was on display at a downtown Rotary Club meeting.
1: I was 17. There was the bubble later, which was the elevator with a big bubble, We took a day off of school, vivid memories of the monorail ride going in. But to me, I think the the smell of the fair, the food, you know, from waffles to
0: all of the different ethnic foods. Do you have any memories of that fair? Oh, sure. The bubble later. The fair had a little of everything from lowbrow to highbrow. People remember sitting in a Chinese rickshaw or leering at an adults-only burlesque show. But what matters most after all these years is probably that physical footprint.
1: I think part of why the fair is relevant is because Seattle Center is still relevant. The Space Needle, like the Eiffel Tower, is one of those World's Fair structures that calls attention to a city, that becomes identified with a city. But it also embodies all of those elements of commerce, technology, and aspiration that are what world's fairs are all about.
0: The carnival aspects have all gone away. Instead, under the needle, we can find more than 30 theatrical, dance, music and arts organizations none of which even existed 50 years ago. Keith Seinfeld, KPLU News. Meet me in Seattle That's where I'll be